What's happening, you guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Style Sessions, a podcast dedicated to helping you understand and cultivate your own personal and individual style. I cut it down a bit from previous times. My name's Aaron Selberg. With me, as always, is Jeremy Reed. I'm always excited about the intro, and I'm also very happy that I'm not the one who has to try to, like, get it all out. Because the reality of it is, it is how we identify on the podcast just in the world out there that, like, this is our opening statement. So it's got to be nice, and it's got to be, you know, well-stated. So I'm very happy you have to do it, not be, actually. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You do a great job at it. Thanks. Um, so, so last week, if you guys haven't watched last week's episode... Link the list down in the description. Go check it out. Last week we talked about the history Mm -hmm. of suits. Yes, you know specifically talking about suits, right? Um, It was a really good episode. You brought a lot of really amazing points, and and just talking about the history of it, which is fantastic. Today's episode. (laughs) Today's episode, we are talking about the construction and manufacturing of suits themselves. Yeah, which I I mean. And I and I I mean the reality of it is obviously if you guys are following us along this is season two, um, I really love this part of our new format, if you will. Yeah. Um, I watch that how it is made on the Discovery Channel or whatever. Dude, love that stuff, I love man. That show. And or or like you know how America was built. You know another one of those great shows on the History Channel. So I love that stuff because. You find out things if it's if it's the history, as right. you said last episode. We talked about the history of suits and and kind of how they came about and why they're about, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but once you understand how things are made, I feel right. sometimes it allows you to better understand how they can be worn and how they cannot be worn. You know, right, 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 and right. and understand the limitations if it's the fabric, if it's the style, whatever it is. There, there we can learn that stuff, right? right so. Yeah. I just think the more you can learn about the things you're wearing or the reason you should or shouldn't be wearing them is is better, right? I yeah. mean, so I really do love the way we're doing it just because I am a, I'm a philosopher at heart. You know, I'm a seeker sure. of knowledge. Sure. I love knowledge. Yeah. So um, I love, I just, I like understanding the construction of sure. things from like a, a sales aspect. I've, I've been a salesman since I was like 16 years old. And yep. so for me, it's like, well, why, like, knowing the ins and outs and the construction of how things are made, right. I can go, well, this is why this is a benefit for you. Um, and, and ultimately, a lot of the times it's like, well, it's got a, it's got a horsehair, you know, canvas on it, which makes it more comfortable and give right. it a better shape <sighs> and blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff, which we'll get into. Um, but, like, I just love, like, kind of learning all that kind of stuff. I, I read, I've got a billion books about whatever it is right. like you know well I, I just think it's it it comes down to um the reality of being the expert in your field right right whatever it is that you're in you know if you're in a fine if you're in finance if you're in you know clothes clothes as we are mm-hmm. um automotive whatever it is i just feel like you're doing a disservice to yourself and to others if you don't try to educate yourself more yeah. and become an expert in that field like I really feel like you should be doing things you enjoy. Right. You and I both enjoy clothes. Yep. I mean, we, we enjoy, we enjoy putting things together. We enjoy seeing, we like it. Yeah. So the more we can learn about it, the better. Right. right. I mean, it's just something we, we enjoy doing. So, and I think people need to do that more in life. Um, so hopefully this helps folks do it that do enjoy. Hopefully. Learning more about hopefully. things. 
So um, we'll start off yeah. with, I've got uh, my notes. We've got a new bit of a new system here. So I have my notes here so I don't have to print everything, which is fantastic. Yeah. Technology um, is amazing. I know it is amazing. Uh, so, one. <laughs> you know, firstly, let's talk about the materials used in the yes. manufacturing process, right? The most common fabrics are going to be wool, cotton, and linen, right? Yep. So a lot of times when we're talking to a customer who doesn't normally wear a suit or is like inexperienced with wearing a suit, right? Mm-hmm. They'll come in and, and they'll be like, oh, cool. What's this made out of? And we'll be like, oh, it's made out of wool. Right. And they're like, Ugh. that's going to be itchy. It's like, it's not going to be itchy because it's, it's, so there's a big difference between <laughs> like lamb's wool. Sure. And like a worsted wool and like merino wool. Lamb's wool is what you those big chunky itchy sweaters. That's what a lot of people we, like in the eighties. We knew about them, right? Um, and the merino wool is super fine. The yarn is really, really processed and really fine. Yeah, feels feels like a silky feel. Yeah, almost. it's amazing. Yeah, and then like there's worsted wool, which is what most suits are made out yep. of. Yep. Right. So I'm going to give you guys some numbers. I'm going to throw some numbers at you. Um, you'll see terms like one hundreds. I think they even start in the 80s, technically. Yeah. The, the, yeah. So we're talking about the wool scale, right? right? So you'll see like 80s, Up 90s, 100s, 120s, 110s, 120s, 180s, I, 200s. I mean, it goes, thing goes up, up, up and to up 250. Up. Like right. 80 to 250 is kind of, I have those notes on my yeah. phone today. And so essentially what that means is that is how many threads there are per square inch of the fabric, right? The super so, number, yep. Yeah, so if it's 80s wool thread count basically what that means is per square inch there's 80 threads think about your sheets it's basically like sheets yeah right. so the higher the number gets this the finer the smoother it's going to be the tighter the weave's going to be which is going to create a a better texture and it's going to help with the drape of the of the suit right and just because of mathematics the bigger that number is the smaller the individual threads are, right, which makes them finer, smoother, right. more, right. you know what I mean? Because if you have 80 threads and then you have 250 in that exact same square inch, right. something has to give there, right? right? So there's less 80 threads and there's a lot more 250 threads. So right. that's that's what we're talking about. It's right. the super number. So you'll see suits that are made out of like wool, cotton, and linen, right? Yep. And, the, and the big difference between them is like, Typically, when you see like a worsted wool suit, it's going to be more of like that business type suit. You're going to a lot of your navy suits, gray suits, black suits are going to be in that wool fabric, right? More on the business dressier side of things. Mm-hmm. You see suits that are like a cotton or like a poplin or something like that, um, or a linen. Those are going to be a little bit more on the casual side of things, right? So like much a, more on the like casual a side. linen suit. Like you're going to wear that for like a beach wedding. You're not going to wear that to like right. a business meeting. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and some and so there's some things to notice, right? There's yeah. there's some also things to keep in mind about these fabrics. Um, wool, you're going to, I mean, definitely when you you know, and we'll get to this super number a little deeper. Yeah. Um, but the wool's going to stay less wrinkly, right? It's going to be more wrinkle resistant than say linen, yeah, or cotton, either of and, those. And two. I think that that is just because the the wrinkles just fall out easier on right. like a, on like a wool suit. Where where the linen they'll stay in there, and the yeah. cotton they'll stay in there. Yeah. So. It makes sense, right? When you think about, like, this is a business suit or this is a casual suit. Right. Okay, this one's not going to get wrinkles. I mean, right. it's what you literally picture in your brain when you think of a business suit. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Um, and I just think that's an important thing to, to remember, that Absolutely. that fabric really does affect the way, the wearability of it. Absolutely. 
Um, so once the uh, fabric has been chosen, the next step is going to be in the creating a pattern. So a lot of suits right. nowadays are going to be patterned. Like I have a plaid jacket on. We do a lot of work with Stan, who does a lot of plaids and stuff like that. Yep. Um, so once, uh, and that you know basically involves taking like precise measurements. I'm not going to get into the whole like pitching colors and all that design aspect of it or whatever. Sure. Um, so once the fabric is cut, um, that is done by like for the mass. We'll talk about mass produced suits. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So for mass produced suits, we call it off the rack. Yeah, right. that's the best off way, the right? Rack, so if you the, walk into any store and it's hanging there, it's right. it's off the rack. Right. Or if you're in England, it's off the peg or whatever, whatever the hell you call it. Same thing. Right. Though. Yeah. So it, basically it's a it's a pre-made suit. It's, you know, ready to go. You come in, you pick it up, they they tailor it or whatever, and you're done with it, right? Right. Okay. So for those, they are typically cut by machine. Um, and then they're put through the manufacturing process and those are designed specifically for like being able to cover a, a large variety of sizes. Right. right. So, so, yeah, let's talk about the size scale for a second. Yes. Um, so U S and Europe have two different size, size scales right. first and foremost, right. you know, and, and I think anybody that's ordered things from different vendors have realized this, right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of science behind this. And there's a lot of numbers, and there's a lot yeah. of studies, and there's a lot of research put into place. And, and, and most of these companies now have algorithms. You know, AI is so intelligent, right? Yeah. They have been able to predict, like, what is the most common chest size? Right. And if this person has this chest size, and that's and it's something we would do. If you came to the store, we'd check your chest and say, okay, this is probably the suit that would fit you. Right. Um, it's a normally a six inch drop yep. is kind of what the standard is right now. And, and maybe you can explain what a six inch drop is. Yeah. So basically, so when we're talking about suits, we have, um, especially a nested. So we'll talk about a nested suit sure. is a suit that comes with the jacket and pants, right? A lot of times we get guys that come in here, oh, I have black pants. I just need a black jacket. Well, it's not going to match Yep. for a couple reasons. Number one, the fabric's not the same. Number two, the manufacturing isn't the uh, for the yarn isn't going to be the same, right? And the color's not going to match. It just doesn't. So, um, with, with a nested suit, they um, the jacket and pants are cut from what they call the same dye lot, right? Which is the fabric is it's all cut from the same run of fabric. In it's case there's dyed, any sort yeah. of weird thing in there, it's going to be weird right. in all of it. So. Um, so basically, a nested suit is jacket and pants come together on the hanger. You purchase them together, and then right. you get them tailored, right? right? So the drop is what we classify as the chest to the waist measurement. So if you are a forty-six chest, the pants are going to be a forty waist. So that's a six-inch right. drop, which is partly because pants are worn at the waist, not at the hip, <laughs> right? Um, but your jacket also that is it's also in your jacket tapering too jacket from your chest to your yeah. waist. Yeah. Um, I think the jacket taper on a six inch drop is actually like four and a half to five inches. So yeah, it's not a full six. Right. I mean, it tapers. It tapers in. Yeah. But they have all of this stuff like pre decided. Right. Now they do it because it's what the majority of the numbers fall into. Right. Right. Does that mean that a guy with a forty six inch chest, every single guy with a forty six inch chest, can grab that suit and it's going to fit? No. 
No, not really. Not, not usually. Not how it works. It's just so, not how it works. So this is this is a good point you bring up right. because when you're buying something that's off the rack, the fact is you're going to have to have it tailored. Right. I mean, it's like a, a starting point. Yeah. It's like, this is going to be close, but if you really want to fit, you're yeah. going to have to tweak it. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it is having to bring the waist in a little bit because they're wearing it on their hips, not on their wa- on their natural waist where it's supposed to be worn. They're wearing it down on their hips. So you got to bring the waist in a little yep. bit. Some guys have more junk in the trunk than other dudes. And so you have to have the seat out or you have to take the seat in. Right. Um, and then there's some guys who, you know, you have to have the sleeve shortened or you have to have the waist taken in or the collar roll needs to be adjusted. Or I have a customer right now that his stuff is at alterations and we have to take in the collar completely oh. because of the way that his chest and shoulders work with his neck. It has to come in. He needs a custom suit, but he just doesn't want He it. won't do it. He doesn't want to do it. Which we're going to get to that point here in just a second. <laughs> so, But we're talking off-the-rack suits and how they're yeah. produced. I mean, yeah. so they start with a, a basic pattern. Right. And they say, hey, here's what it is. Yeah. They have a computer that cuts it. Yep. They sh- cut all this stuff out. Yep, and then they send it to the... And then they send it over to... The sewing machine process, okay. essentially, right? Now, as, now, I'm curious on this, and yes. I, maybe you may, maybe you know, maybe you don't know. I read our show notes that we have kind of combined here. Yeah. When it gets to the sewing process on yeah. mass production like this, on these off-the-racks, is it automated sewing yet, or is it still an actual uh, seamstress in there... There are Putting some. There are some that are fully automated. I, I thought there had yeah. to be right at this point yeah. in the day and age that we live in. There are some that are fully automated, and I think a lot of that is going to depend on the brand sure. and the size of the, the the how much they're producing. You know what I mean? So yep. like, there are some brands out there. Like I'm pretty sure like Jack Victor is is one of those brands that still has people hand sewing sure. stuff because they don't make. A million suits or whatever. Right. It's a smaller run. It's a more boutique style manufacturer. Right. 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 Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think there are, I know for sure there are some, some companies like the, the Joseph A. Banks suits or whatever. They have to be, you know, machine sewn or whatever. At least some of the, at least some of the big parts. I mean, the the finishings obviously could be hand finished, but the reality of it is a lot of it's probably hand done. The reason why I bring that up is, well, in no matter if it's hand done or if it's machine done, so we're talking about the 46 suit on the on the rack. Right, right, right. It's all done. No two suits are the same. No. Right? No. Because there's a variance. When all these pieces get, you know, I don't, for a, for a suit pattern, I, I couldn't even imagine how many pieces of fabric it actually goes to make it. I mean, if you really start trying to count them out, I, Let me think. Hold you on. might figure it out. Hold on. It's two, two pieces for the sleeve. So that's four. Um... Two for the inner face. They're out the out facing part of the lapel. There's one for the chest, one for the chest, and then there's two in the back and then two on each side. So it's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve pieces, I think. At least twelve pieces. Plus the lining. Plus the lining. Plus the lining. So the reality is, is you have twelve pieces that yeah. were cut. Yeah. And then after they were I mean, if they were all precisely cut, which they probably were because they were machine cut. Right. But things can be a little off. If it's a quarter yeah. inch, makes a difference. Yeah. And then they're all assembled together. Right. You know, a 16th or an 18th of an inch makes a difference on yeah. the way it's going to fit. Yeah. Because it all adjusts. So I say that, and it's kind of like one of those, like, PSAs, if you will, because, mm-hmm. well, this this one fit me. Why doesn't that one fit me? Man, they're all they're all made. It's all put together. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, not every piece is exactly. There's a variance in stuff. That's why we have alterations, people. Right. There's a variance yeah. in things. Um, 
and then you know with that with that being said another factor of a suit is like is the, not just the pattern that it, the suit is made of mm-hmm. but the pattern of the fabric and getting the seams to oh, be yeah. right and i've yep. i've have sold suits before <laughs> not here but at Joseph A. Bank, I've sold suits before where, like, it's a plaid suit and, like, a cl- very they clearly, they aren't in line. Very yeah. clearly, the 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 collar was cut in the wrong way and the the pattern is not the way it's supposed to be. But that's the other thing is right. You have to cut yeah. them a certain way to where yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. To where it's not like, oh wow, yeah. that, that's going the wrong direction compared yeah. to everything else. Yeah, like and it. and the I think the the biggest part of like suits that are really hard to get right especially for mass produced ones are the pinstripes. Like if you sure. if you have a pinstripe suit and you don't match up the seams quite correctly and it just looks off then the whole thing just kind of yeah. like, is just ruined. It just doesn't look like a good suit. It just <laughs> it doesn't so look bad. like a good suit then. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. Yeah, so anyways, I mean I just wanted to touch on that because I think so that we're that kind of covers off the rack stuff, yeah. but I I'm and I know we have a few more steps in this process, but I mean I think we're probably going to touch on yeah. where the reality of it is where a lot of our businesses personally for our, our locations, mm-hmm. but also I think it's, it's happening widespread in our current era, right? You know, the MTMs. And we talked about this before, I think we're like, you know, you have a lot of younger guys. I say younger guys. And what I mean is like guys that are like our age 30s, and maybe, 40s, maybe yeah. even a little bit younger, like yeah. late twenties or thirties, yeah. early to mid forties. Those guys are like, I want to wear a suit because I want to look nice. I want to look different. Yep. But I'm cool with paying a little bit more to get a better quality product. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's where the big bulk of our business is kind of yeah. I moving mean, it, towards. It's quality over quantity. Yeah. Exactly. You know, we're not just trying to get five suits yeah. for, for the price of one. It's like, exactly. okay, let's get all good fitting suit. Buy four suits, get a franchise free. You're always curious about how those companies do that, it. right? Like, how hey, do they do buy it? this and take the store home with you. What? You know, yeah. like, it's just... So anyways, MTM has become a really, so made to measure has become yes. a really big part of our business and, yeah. and not just ours. I mean, it's just a widespread culture change. Yep. Um, and I have, so, so I've, I've got a breakdown of the differences between different things, right? So there's off the rack suits, which we kind of talked yep. about, which is like a mass produced, ready to wear, like just bring it in and take the tags off. You're good to go. Sort of thing. Right. right? Kind of hope that it works. Right. Um, and again, there's, there's a, so we when we say tailors we we what we mean yep is an alterations person right 100% which is there's a big difference between a tailor and an alterations right. person and we'll get into that yeah because if you start second. talking tailors right yeah so okay so there's a couple different school, like rules here right so there's off the rack there's yep. med to measure yep quote unquote custom yeah and then there's bespoke Right. Right. Okay. Which think of that recent movie. <laughs> right. The Kingsman. Right. So we'll do bespoke first. Yeah. Because right? that's, that's the oldest one. That's the old school, the original OG. So so a bespoke suit essentially is you go to an actual tailoring house, yep. which would be somewhere on Savile Row. It could be the Huntsman. It could be uh, Geeves and Hawks. It could be whoever. Right. Um, and you go there and you say, I would like a suit made for me, please. And then they come in and they take like 35 plus measurements. Yep. And then they, you sit down with them and you design the suit how you want it. And they base it off of your body. It's actually based on like if you have one shoulder that's sloped more than the other one, they may take that into account. 
because then the armhole is going to have to be adjusted on that side to make sure everything looks balanced and stuff like that. Um, and they basically design and make a pattern for you. Right. Very only for you. It doesn't fit yeah. anybody else. Very intensive, very right. long process. Think of all the cool movies, as I said. Kingsman, yeah. John Wick has a basote. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, Some of those movies that you think of where people are being like, they're in there where it's like things are like pinned on mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So it's like, if then it, we'll post pictures and stuff like that. But like if you ever see a picture of a dude in a suit and like he's got the white stitching, the white that, stitch, is, yep. that is, it's actually called basting is what they call it. Um, and then as a stitch just to hold the the pieces of the pattern together, essentially, to make sure that the fit is what it's it going to lay the way right. it needs to lay. So you have a bespoke suit, which is like super intensively made for you. And typically, typically it is like four to five fittings before it's done. Yeah. I mean, it's a long process. It is. Too. It's not it's, like, it's, oh, you go in there and pick it up that week. Right. Like, no, it's it's you go in, they measure you, you pick everything, then you leave, they cut the fat or they cut the pattern yeah they you come back in they do a muslin fitting then you leave and they after they make a tweaks and adjustments to the pattern then you have to come back in for a second for a second pattern yep and then once they make those adjustments again because the fabric could lay differently than like the muslin does mm-hmm. um then you come back in for the third fitting which is usually i think like the final fitting like the first of the actual fabric you chose for your suit right um, and then they come in and make a few few more tweaks or whatever and finish it off, and then you're good to go. Yep. But it's it's a long process. It's, a process. it's months. Yeah. It is literal months. I mean, and, and obviously it's all hand-on. I yeah. mean, and this is, it's a long, tedious, yeah. amazing process. Yeah. It's also costly. What's You know what's crazy, though? That's how every suit used to be made. Right, that's just how you had a suit. <laughs> but there's also. <laughs> Until like the 30s or 40s. But, but also, yeah. you had a suit. Yeah. Or two you suits. Had, yeah, you had two suits or something like that. One for church, one for work, and that's pretty much it. it. You know, you weren't, it wasn't yeah. five different suits yeah. or six different suits, yeah. and you buy a new one every season. I have a closet full of suits. It wasn't that. Right. It wasn't <laughs> that at all. You got two suits, maybe, and that was it. So the the other uh, part that I want to talk about is um, custom, right? We custom. call We call custom made to measure. So it's companies like Hockerty, Indochino, um, trying to think of some of the other ones stant stant obviously yeah. right is is made to made to measure yeah essentially and so what that means is depending on the company the way stant does it is we take five measurements mm-hmm. we put them into their algorithm it tells us what sizes you need and then for us the way that they have designed it is you have try on pieces right which is nice so you get to actually try it on see how it's going to fit and um, be able to make adjustments right there on the spot and and so it's all so so obviously and i'm glad you did it the way you did yeah we had off the rack we had bespoke Mm -hmm. this is obviously the middle ground right so we're we're still having that mass production thing because they have so stan and i can't remember the number right off the top of my head but they have 75 they have 75 different trouser fits and then 125 shirts. 125. There might be more than that now. Yeah, I think they're more. I think they're 150 shirts now. And then jackets, they have 75 or something like that. 25. I don't don't know what the number is. But but there's a lot of different fits within that. So they have base models, like what we would say off the rack is. Like, here's what the off the rack was. 
But they didn't make us go all the way over here to this like really, really tedious process. They said, okay, we're going to give you off the rack and then we're going to let you customize that prior to ordering it. Right. So when we talk about alterations, tailors, tailor, you know, when we have to send these things off the rack, we're just kind of preemptively doing that so right. that the where the where it comes in, it fits you correctly right from the start. Right. I mean, it's custom, yes, because you get a lot of customization. You get to choose yeah. a boatload of options on yep. it. Um, and it is, it's so much better fit to you than yeah. off the rack. Yeah. And it, it, and like, you know, when we say custom, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's still customized. It's custom. I mean, there's a I mean, lot. It is. I mean, it's like, do you want a structured shoulder? Do you want a soft shoulder? Like, right. which is like, they didn't used to do that. It yeah. was just, you know, you do your measurements, you put it in the thing and then it's good to go. Yeah. Like companies didn't used to do that when they started made to measure. It was just, it was all the same construction and it was just fit to you essentially. Yeah. Um, which I think is really cool. And then you can do like unstructured jackets and shit like that, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, med to measure is, it is that kind of middle ground. Which, it is. I and I, I, and I think it, it's aided by technology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we've mentioned a few other ones there's, and there's a few other companies out there that we know of and we've looked at, Yeah. they have a, like a body scanning system. Yeah. Like you stand in front of a, yeah. um, an iPad, yeah. right, and it has an app on there or whatever, and it scans your body and it and it digitally takes all of them, you know, and, and then it puts you a three D model in there and it says, yeah. okay, this is the size, this guy's legs, this, you know what I mean. So, the advancement of technology has helped mm-hmm. allow these companies to get better and and you know you put in better information, you get out better products, right. So, right, and yeah. I think that's where we're getting to, right? I agree. Yeah. Um, so it's as I said, it, it is. It's it's the blend between the two. Yeah. You for know? sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's essentially kind of where we're at with it, right? Right. So so let's I'll break down a few things that that you know you guys can look at if you ever go suit shopping. Let's say you're going like Goodwill or you go to J.C. or you want to go wherever. You know, wherever you go look for stuff, there's there's hallmarks of quality things to look sure. for, right? So, number one thing is, uh, for me, is the structure of the suit, right? So, what I mean by that is the is the chest piece, right? So, there's yep. a chest piece between the lining and the outside shell, which is called the canvas. Right. Right? So, sometimes you'll have a, a fused canvas, which is typical in a little bit more of like a, I would say, like a lower-end product. It's a, yeah, entry point. It's angle. an entry point, yeah. Um, and, and basically, it's going to be glued to the fabric, and that basically creates like a little bit of rigidity to help with some structure and, and kind of smooth some things out. And, um, and, and that's fine. It, and, and it works fine. perfectly yeah. fine. Um, the, the, something that's yeah. a little bit more higher end is going to have like a, a full like canvas, like an actual, like, and it's like a horsehair woven mm-hmm. piece of cloth that, that is floating and, and not, you know, fused or anything like that. Um, and typically it'll roll through the, if it's a really high end garment, like the, the signature platinum series that JAB was, you know, had a, had a roll through the lapel. So there's some really good spring in there right. and it kept its shape really well. Um, and that's going to be more indicative of like a higher end suit. Sure. Right? You're going to pay a little more for that. The other thing to look for is on the inside of the jacket, 
there is something called scallop facing, which I think my jacket has. I don't know if you guys will be able to see it, but scallop facing, which goes inside, and that typically creates a little bit more of a crisp line for mm-hmm. the lapels. Um, and then the big thing really is just it's fit. You know, that's the yeah, biggest fit's always thing. king. I mean, we yeah. we've we've yeah, said we that a million times, all, all the time. But yeah, so and I and and I want to add to it. Um, you know, obviously, if you're if you're Getting it in a secondhand store or something like that, as you said, yeah. you know, which is perfectly fine. I mean, that happens all the time. I, man, that's how I hey, shopped for years. If you find the Goodwill stores that I go to, you're going to love it because <laughs> I send all kinds of nice suits over there. Um, you may not be able to figure this information out, but we kind of previously talked about yeah. it um, with the super number of the wool. Yeah. The majority of these suits that you're going to be buying are wool. I yeah. mean, let's the, the cotton and the linen... You, they, might, you might see some of those. Those are spring, summer. Right, they're spring and, like, and summer suits, really, and they're and they're really meant to be casual suits. Yeah. So the reality of it is people don't usually get rid of those because right. they're fun. Right. They're fun suits. Um, I think the other thing with that is, is that, like, we talked about this last time about, like, how fabrics used to be, like, sure. super heavy wools. And they're not like that they're anymore. Not. They're 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 so lightweight. You can wear them in the summer. Yeah, they're 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 a year round. I mean, yeah. they, they, we don't have like we have some that are like you know winter weight, but mo- for the most part, it's they're year round. Most anymore. everything's a four season suit yeah. right now. Um, it, it's just really based on color. Yeah, color being only determined. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, so if you're in a store, the the big key numbers are eighty. Yeah, and that's going to be your budget friendly. Yeah, your category. Yeah. Um, 100 would be the next one. Yep. It, it's a good, it's a good That's suit. That's a good entry level suit. But yeah. it's, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't get an 80 ever. No, no. A 100 I would get for like, hey, I need a suit. Yeah. It's got to be this. Um, I have an interview tomorrow. I have to have, have a suit. to have a suit. It's got to work. Don't wait till the next day. Don't do just, that. Just don't do it. <laughs> first of all. But, um, <laughs> 120 yeah. is a really, I think, it's a, that's I, a legit suit. I think like a 110s, 120s yeah. is fine. And like I think that's that's, that's going to be what you see a lot. Now, yeah. there's going to be times you see the 130s and the 140s and 50s and all that yeah. stuff. You're going to pay more for it. Yeah. But you're there's going to be sometimes you're like, oh, I'm okay paying more for that. So, yeah. But that's just going to give you an idea when you see that because people are going to talk to you about that. Definitely if you go to a men's store mm-hmm. or if you just look at the ad advertising on the the tag or whatever. Yeah. It's going to say a uh, super and it's going to have a number. Mm-hmm. I would say 100 is a if I need it, but 110 and up you're going to be yeah. you're going to be happy with your product yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um I just like, you know, I just like to kind of give that as a guidance as, as you said you are out there shopping. Once you get into 110s, usually the construction is better. Right. It's just a, it's just there's a little bit more attention to the details in, yeah. at that point. Yeah. I said you 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 know at a 110 or 120 you're Probably still on a fused lining on a lot of jackets. Yeah. You start getting up higher than that, it, it's going to become a floating, yeah. uh, floating yeah. canvas there. Um, so yeah, we kind of talked about obviously we're at you know the they cut out the pattern, mm-hmm. they sew it together, mm-hmm. they put the canvas in there, which gives it the nice structure that we're used to seeing. Yep. Um, what else do they got to do before they send that thing to us? I mean, they got to put a line in there, right? I mean, they got to do yeah. some finishing, right? We got to yeah. finish the thing or yeah, something. Yeah, so finishings would be like, you know, obviously the buttons and stuff yep. like that. Um, usually done by hand. Usually, yeah, the buttons are usually done by hand. Um, and then they'll have like the linings. It just depends on the, the manufacturer or whatever. But a lot of times, like if we're talking about linings, 
it's usually going to be like a poly satin sort of a fabric okay. depending on where it's at. You get into like those 110s, 120s, 150s, you know, those higher end ones. They'll have like a Bimberg lining and Bimberg is is a manufacturing company that designs and builds specifically linings for oh, suits. Okay. And they're usually silk. Nice. Um, it's usually going to be like a silk, like satin silk. Um, and then if you get in like the higher end ones, the higher end ones have like, uh, this one doesn't have it, darn it. Um, uh, they'll have like a, uh, like a, the sleeve lining will be different than the actual jacket lining. For sure. Like seen a that. Striped, yep. um, uh, lining. And that's really indicative of like, you know, a little bit more of like a classic. It's equivalent to the yeah. red bottoms and shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's be fair. Yeah, you know, yeah. our listeners know what that means. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, other things you, you focus on as far as your construction of the suit is like, what kind of vents does it have? Yeah. Does it have a center vent? Does it have a side vent? Does and it have no vent? Like And right. And so for some cool. folks that don't know what vents are. Yeah. That's in the back of the jacket. The slits. And and the the inter- the thing that's really important about that is it creates like a little bit of ease of movement. Right. Um the other thing that's nice too is the side vents are like what's really popular. I mean, yeah, it's the look right now. that's everybody always does a side vent. Most companies are manufacturing with side vents now and, and for a long time. That wasn't the case. Like the yeah. whole, almost the whole time I worked at Joseph A. Bank, every suit was a center vent down the back. It was seam. an American sack style suit, like really basic. Mm-hmm. And then they started bringing in like the the platinums and some of their other lines, and they had side vents and stuff like that. And the side vents, like I think we said last week, um, they're basically indicative of the riding jackets that yeah. you would wear when you would go hunting in Eng- in England or Scotland or whatever. And it's, you know, it was designed to be able to wear your jacket buttoned and still be able to sit on the horse and, right. you know, have that ease of movement. That room, that, yeah. that movement. Yeah. And it really is, I mean, you can notice yeah. the difference when you put them on. You can really it's, tell the it, difference. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you truly know. can. Yeah. Um, the pockets are also going to be a factor um, as far as, like, looking at a suit. So you have, like, a flat pocket, mm-hmm. which is... Pretty much every suit you've really that's most suits that's pretty standard. Um, they also have like a jetted pocket, which jetted is was really popular in like the sixties. Um, and basically, what that is is if you flip if you put the pocket the flap inside of the pocket, that's just the jets are the little trim pieces that think are of, around. Think the, of a lot of tuxedos. A lot of tuxedos. What, what people are imagining when they say the word tuxedo, those are jetted yeah, pockets. Jetted most pocket. of the time. And then we have patch pockets, which are going to be a little bit more of a casual. Yeah. Casual that's where the pocket looks like it's on the outside. Yeah, and it is. It is. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what it is. It's it's on the outside. Um, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, I would say if you're buying off the right, try to avoid any jackets that already, already have the custom working buttonholes or whatever because that means you can't – the alterations person is going to have to take the sleeve off to shorten them. Yeah, so. and so so let's talk about the, the sleeves and the buttonholes yeah. for a minute because um, it gives me – so obviously, most of the times when we see jackets, you know they're they're done up. They're on the rack. They're done yeah. up. That's that's it's like mine is an off the rack jacket, like, and it's just. So you're you don't have working vents, right? It's no. just so the buttons on there are literally just sewn on there yeah. for a cool look. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you can have working buttonholes where mm-hmm. that that essentially that sleeve could open up, you yeah. unbutton it, and you could roll it up so if you the, wanted So they're to. called surgeon's cuffs. Is okay. What they, they used That's to call That's what they're called. Them. Okay. And they were designed specifically so that um, if a surgeon was having, thrust, having, thrust to, into activity. having to do an emergency surgery or whatever, he could undo it and roll his sleeves up and not get blood on his jacket sleeves. On his jackets. 
So, I mean, it's so. literally exactly what you think. It's a yeah. working buttonhole. Yep. Um, but what I wanted to mention, and yes. I'm just curious. I don't know if there's a term for this. Um, so, Sid Mashburn is known for this. Okay. Where the sleeves come in unfinished. Yeah. And then the the uh, establishment you buy the suit from, they they get so your length they and they, and they it fit it, you, finish yeah. it for you there. Which includes the buttons and everything, right? Like, because the buttons aren't on there yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. So, so the way he does a lot of his jackets, this is how Joseph A. Banks platinum. I, ta- I know I'm talking a lot about them. Guy but loves platinum. I mean, I, I'm talking about I'm them joking. just because it's it's relevant to this, right? Right. So when the platinum suits would come in, I, this is a first. That was the first time I had ever seen that. Okay. They came in, no buttons on the sleeve. Right. You're like, oh, they forgot. And to there finish was a tack at the bottom to keep it from being open because it was a full. It was vent. vented. Okay. Yeah, it was a full vent. And I was like, what is up with this? And like, I remember like going through a training on the the new platinum suits, and the district manager was like, this is so that when we send it to alterations, they can actually have buttonholes sewn in and they can actually have custom working buttonholes on their off the rack suit. I'm like, that's kind of awesome. Which is a cool thing. Like it's, it's cool. cool. It is cool. And and we see a, it's a very indicative of like a custom or a bespoke suit. Right. And so a lot of guys, I mean, I, I and, get, I get custom working holes on every one of my yeah, suits. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not doing <laughs> surgery ever. What? <laughs> ever. Uh-huh. Um, um, but it's cool. But Howard was here from Stant over the over this week past weekend, and yeah. we talked about it. And he said that well, I was selling a suit to a customer and helping them pick out all their finishings and stuff like that. Sure. And and they were like, "Well, what's what is the point of that?" And I was like, "Honestly, it doesn't really. There's no point to it now, anyways. Other cool. than it looks cool." And he goes, "Yeah, a lot of egomaniacs usually have that." <laughs> I only do it because, like, and I and I I would do it. I would do it. I totally. I'm, I do I it just because it's at yet. my disposal. Yeah. Is it going to be a deciding factor for me getting a suit? No, yeah. never. Not yeah. at all. It's not something I. I don't know that I've ever rolled the sleeves up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's neat though, it and is. it adds a nice little touch to it. It's cool because they because Stan allows you to like pick a different color thread for the last button, or you can do all buttons right. or whatever. So you can customize it a little more. It's cool. which that's the yeah. only reason I do it. It's just it looks cool. It's cool. Like, I do it because yeah. of the coolness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't think there is a specific I don't know if there's a word or not for, for that. that. But uh, but yeah, that's that's a that's a um, yeah. I I like that he does that. And, and I said, if you stumble into a store that you see cool. not no buttons on, why are the, there no buttons? The jacket They're will the have pocket. buttons once you get it. They're in the pocket, probably. Yeah, they will have buttons. <laughs> you just have to actually get fit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what else is there? Well, I mean, we could I, talk about pants if we really wanted yeah, to. Usually, I mean, suit pants are gonna be half lined to the knee and stuff like that. Let's let's talk about the half lining part. Just yeah. and and I guess so. Here's before we get to the the that we got two or three more minutes here. Yeah. Um, back to the one of the previous opening things about oh yeah. wool, it's itchy. Yeah. So here's the reality: if you've listened to how this jacket is constructed. The wool never touches your body, right. really, right? Because right? you have a lining. Now, there are butterfly linings and half linings where mm-hmm. you could, but you're going to be yeah. wearing clothes yeah. anyways. You're, it's not like you're going to wear not wearing a, just a just a collar, jacket. Just a collar and just a suit jacket, like a, fa- like a Dickie-style thing or something. Um, what are you doing? So, yeah, I mean, but so <laughs> don't worry cheap. about it being made of wool and being yeah. um, Pants, trousers, so... Obviously, most suit pants have the French flap, yeah. which means it goes Crosses over. It's across, like a, like a yeah. three-button latch thing. I'm sure yeah. you've encountered it. Um, 
But let's just briefly touch on the the lining because that's about the only thing that makes a suit pant say different than a normal trouser. Yeah. So suit pants typically are half lined to the knee, and basically right. what that means is there's a lining sewn into the waistband, yep. and it's actually sewn to the, into the sides, yeah, uh, side seams and the crotch seam of the pants, and it ha- it's lined down to the knee. And the reason they do that is it's kind of like an old school suit thing because again suits used to be super heavy weighted like the Harris tweeds and stuff like that so they line the pants so mm-hmm. that you weren't itchy right it, it feels nice right. to the touch and it's and it just it just feels nice and it, yeah and it doesn't it to some degree kind of like the half canvas like kind of help it lay it helps helps with a little bit of structure but i think part of it too is to kind of keep especially in the front it's it's half lined on the front yeah the front sure um, i guess we didn't mention that it's some of them are, are lined in the back too like i think i have a pair of tan pants that are super light tan sure and they are lined and that helps with not being able to see like your underwear right or whatever yeah blocking out that yeah right um but i think a lot of it too is is that it helps keep that separation so that you don't get sweat on yep. the fabric so i will mention yeah this. the cleaning i will mention this if you own suits or you're trying to get into suits and you're really worried about like, oh man, it's going to cost so much to get them dry cleaned. I have suits I've never dry cleaned. Yeah, and that the reality of it is is and you've mentioned it before and I'm sure we can do it, but there's there's suit brushes out there yeah. that you can take care of your yep. stuff at the house. Yep. As I said, I I there's a lot of times I won't dry clean mine either. Yeah. I, I've suits pants I've, will be about the only thing that I ever get worried about jackets. I'm unless you spill something on it. What are you doing in your jacket that you need to dry yeah. clean it for? I mean, John Wick, maybe. I would, could see John Wick. Yeah, Wick's. I mean, that bro got bullet holes in I his. I could see that. Like, yeah, but, I mean, but, but, I mean, the reality is is that, like, unless you're spilling something on it, you should be good. It's not really like, getting anything on it, right? Yeah, and, and I'll go over proper care of a suit real quick. I yeah. mean, it's, it's literally, once you're done wearing it, brush it off, and then hang the, hang the jacket up on its hanger, and then for the pants, what I like to do is I put them on. I have the wooden hangers that clamp around the cuffs around the bottom of the pants. So nice. it hangs upside down, yep. so it pulls all the wrinkles out of it. Yep. And then I, I usually let them rest for like 24 hours before I put them on the suit pant, on the actual hanger. Sure. Um, and then, like, if you're wearing suits regularly, so there's something that, we, that uh, in the industry um, that we call like a suit rotation. Mm-hmm. So if you're wearing dress clothes regularly for work, my recommendation would be to double whatever that uh, whatever number is that you wear a suit for work. So if you wear four suits, if you have four days a week that you dress up that you have to wear a suit to work or a sport coat or whatever, double that. So eight suits, and then that way you have proper rotation. That's going to last you way longer yeah i mean the than yeah. being like i have two suits and i wear them every day wear them every other day <laughs> right and, and the reality is is you will wear it out you will yeah. get them dirtier yeah. and, and things like that so if you just invest a little more up front it'll it'll last yeah. you longer run. yeah so so um yeah i mean that's pretty much it i mean for the most part if you guys have any other questions yeah, make sure to reach out to us i will put i, I wrote a very thorough big thing that mm-hmm. we'll yeah, put on I the website it. or it's whatever fantastic, honestly. um and uh that way you guys can take a look at it and i'll link it down in the description so um thank you guys so much for joining us on this brand new episode of style sessions uh if you like the content make sure you give us a like comment share subscribe give us a big old thumbs up 
Um, give us a review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to us on that. If you're not, make an account and then go do it anyway. Do it. Because it's do just it. awesome. It helps us. Um, and uh, if you want to reach out to us, it's uh, Peoria at thatguysecret.com. We're all over the uh, Instagram and social media and all over the place. The web. Everything is link, linked and listed down in the description. Um, we're all over the Googles. Oh, so. just look us up. You'll find us. <laughs> thanks, so, thanks, guys.